0: Welcome to the College Prep Genius Radio Show, where we can answer all your questions about getting college for free. Today, your host is Jean Burke, the author of College Prep Genius, The No-Brainer Way to SAT Success, and you can find her at collegeprepgenius.com. And I'm the moderator, Felice Gerwitz. Welcome. Hi, everybody, and welcome. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and I am the co-host of College Prep Genius Podcast, along with Jean Burke. And today, uh, Jean is on the line, and she's going to talk about You Are Accepted Into College, Now What? And we have a whole uh, series of different uh, sessions that we're going to do um, in getting ready for college. But, Jean, first, let's talk a little bit about your online course uh, your SAT prep course as well as your in-person classes that people can attend uh, so that uh, for those who are still trying to get into college, uh, we want to give them information on how they can um, find you, which is at collegeprepgenius.com, and also uh, find out more information
1: on how to access your online classes. Well, thank you, Felice. I'm excited about being here. You know, for all those college-bound students out there, there, there is this obstacle called the SAT. It's what stands between you and getting into college. It's that test, that dreaded test that you have to take. Uh, you know, you can't just walk up to the college and say, hey, I want to go here. Uh, you have to take this test. And the great thing about the test is that the higher the score that you get, the more money you get. And that's because colleges get their rankings based on test scores. So you ultimately make them look good. And, you know, with an amazing score, you can pretty much write your own ticket by, you know, getting free ride and free tuition and board and so forth. And so it's been an amazing ride for our family as well, the tens of thousands of people I've taught over the last 13 years. Um, This test is a learnable test. It's beatable. It's a test that, you know, if you understand the recurring patterns, you know, you can learn to answer every question in 30 seconds or less. and. Bottom line is, 85% of colleges will admit you as a student and give you money simply based on your test score. So it's something not only that you need just to get into college, uh, but it's something that if you can excel and do well at, you can have so much money uh, to go to the, you know, your dream college, hopefully. Uh, so we, you know, we teach you how to ace the test. And you know, com is our website. We have a couple ways you could do that. You can. Take our online e-course, uh, which goes through step-by-step the shortcuts and patterns, you know, showing you how to um, overcome the tricky answer choices. Uh, and then we also have live classes, and those are where we actually have a teacher come in uh, to your city or your state. So if you don't see one near you, you can actually host the class, uh, and it's a lot of great benefits for you. You get a $500 value uh exciting stuff for your family if you host it, having a minimum of kids and a place to teach. So you can contact us at info at collegeprepgenius.com. So a couple Wonderful. different ways. And so, hey, love to hear That's from you. great.
0: And we'll have those links um, in the show notes. And this is Episode 43, and uh, you can find it at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. Okay, so now it's time to uh, roll up your sleeves. You've been accepted to college and you're excited. And so now you don't have to do anything else, right? You can just coast. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, not exactly. <laughs> and, and, and you know, Felice, what's great is you're you're listening to audience right now is parents and teenagers, and which is so important because I think both should be listening, uh, not right. just one, because they're going to learn a lot of stuff. And so I'm kind of talking to both the parent and both you know the uh, the high schooler, soon to be college bound student. Um, you know, teenagers. I-, I know you're excited right now. You're ending high school. Um, the chances of the thought of beginning college can be a little bit overwhelming. Um, you know, you're going to be starting new classes, you're going to be making new friends, um, and very possibly moving far away from your family. Uh, so one of the things that you need to know is that in college, believe it or not, you're going to experience more freedom, but also more responsibility. So it's, a, it's sort of a two-edged sword that you got to think about. And, you know, whether you're moving across the country, across the nation, to go to some four-year university, or you're staying at home and maybe going to community college, definitely there's some things that you should do to prepare yourself um, for that first year of college. And I think just as you've been doing in your home school, success in college is going to come from discipline, you know, the organization and and just your commitment. So it doesn't really change. You're really just kind of changing locations because that's the same thing that you've you been doing at home. So definitely want to talk about what you did before. And one of the things that my kids uh, – Told me over and over again because they were homeschooled. They said, you know, Mom, college is more than the academics. It's really the the whole experience because you know you kind of leave home as children and you come out as adults. And and I, I think college is a great a great experience because you sort of have that safety net. You know, one foot at home and one foot kind of out in the world. And I know for my kids and probably for you as well. You know, if, if the whole, if your whole world fell apart at college, you know, there's always home that you can come back to. And so I think there's that trust there that it's going to be okay no matter what. Um, so I want to talk about, okay, now you've been accepted. Now what? Well, probably what's coming up is the, the summer. You know, you're going to be ending your high school credits. You're going to go through your high school graduation. You're going to, you know, say goodbye to a lot of friends. Um, and now you have this summer, and one of the things I want to talk about is what to do this summer, because I think that, you know, yes, it's a time to relax, you can breathe a little bit, because you, you know, you're already in, you've already got your scholarships, uh, but this summer I think is a really important time to set the tone for the next four years. Um, it's a time that you're, you're going to be spending with your family, your friends, you know, enjoying these activities, you know, one-on-one time with the people that you love and that you value. So I want to give you um, 14 tips. And then I'm going to give you, in the 14 tips, I want to give you the greatest advice I was ever given when my son went to college. Okay, so tip number one, just relax. <laughs> the pressure's off. You've done all the hard work. Uh, now it's time to just be with those people that you love. and And I emphasize that so much because I guarantee you, you will fall back on that when you're in college, when you're maybe having a hard time or being a little homesick. So just relax and spend that time with them. All right, tip number two, um, if you haven't already, this is the time to start scheduling your classes for the upcoming semester. Now, I know in a future podcast we're going to be talking about choosing classes and all, um, but it's something that you can actually go ahead and do now uh, as opposed to waiting till till you get to school. All right, tip three, Make sure you have your room already and your roommate assignments. Believe it or not, it's something that is done in advance. It's not something that when you get there, you're going to sign up for your room. You actually will already have all that information ahead of time. So uh, make sure you go ahead and, and get check that off your list. You don't want to get to college and not have that in place and then be scrambling and then maybe rooming with somebody that maybe would, would not have been your choice. All right? Number four, contact your roommate. Um, you know, make plans to meet them hopefully before school starts. Hopefully they're somewhat, you know, nearby. They may not be nearby. I know my daughter's roommate um, flew down here to Texas to meet her and they um, got to get to know each other a little bit ahead of time, which I think was a really good icebreaker. So if, you, if at all possible, you don't. in today's day with technology, there's a good, cool thing called Skype. So it's a great right. way, another way to meet them if you can't, if, if you can't do it in person. Um, Number six, you know, sit down and make some goals for your college freshman year. I, it sounds so simple, um, but believe it or not, we all can get off track if we don't have some very, very specific goals. And and those goals could be not just academically, of course, but spiritually and and um, physically. You know, you know, it's one of those things where you want to make sure that am I taking time out for myself, and you know, am I eating right, and I'm am I making it to the gym? You know, most call, campuses have a gym. You know, there as one of their facilities but uh, you know you know if i i got to make sure i have my quiet time or my bible time or you know what church am i going to plug into so do you do want to sit that down because you don't want to get lost in the academics and and the college life so much that you forget who you really are and, and some things that are very very important to you number we're 7 take a real
0: we're going to take a really quick commercial break Jane before you <laughs> go on and we'll be right back with number 7 on uh, you're accepted into college, now what? We'll be right back. With College Prep Genius, free college can happen to you. That's right. It's never too early to start thinking about test prep to secure your future. Imagine getting free tuition, room and board, free grad school, and more based on your SAT score. College Prep Genius is the key to free. This award-winning, nationally-featured program teaches students the logic behind the SAT. You'll learn to answer every question in 30 seconds. Raise your score as much as 600 points and go to the college of your dreams for free. Visit College Prep Genius to know more. and welcome back. This is Felice Gerwitz. I'm co-host with Jean Burke on College Prep Genius Podcast. And today we're talking on episode 43 on You're Accepted into College, Now What? You can find the show notes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. And we want to also encourage you to share this podcast with a friend. So if you're listening on iTunes or on Uh, Google Play, that's great, but you can go online, and there are tons of social media links there, and we um, highly recommend that you share it with a friend. And if you're on iTunes, uh, go ahead and give us a rating, and we would appreciate a a five-star rating, um, or if it goes up to four, then give us four. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> Not a detailed person. Um, how many stars you can get on iTunes, but whatever that is, we would appreciate that because it helps the show be found uh, and it can uh, benefit other people. So if you know someone who's getting ready to go to college, uh, please share the show with them. So you are giving us a list, gene of a a bunch of really great um, great advice on what to do once you're accepted in a college, and we were on number seven.
1: Yes, I, I'm so excited because, you know, these may sound simple in some ways, but, you know, sometimes there, there's so much going on that there's little things that you can forget. Uh, number seven on my list of what you should be doing this summer before college, and that is uh, very basic, purchase everything you need for your dorm. And, the reason why it's so important that you do that uh, ahead of time, uh, and we'll, you know, we'll talk more about that when we talk about what to actually take, and there's a little-known secret uh, that roommates that uh, need to know, and I'll, I'll give you that on a later podcast about purchasing some things for your dorm. But in the summertime, not only do t- things tend to go and sell, uh, when you get to college, what happens is there's usually a Walmart or a Target in the city and every, all the students are running down there and they sell out very quickly. I see this happen time and time again. So you definitely want to get everything ahead of time. But we're going to give you a detailed list and, uh, and a hint on actually how much you should actually take. And that's in a later podcast. Uh, number eight, um, make sure your medical records are up to date. Uh, you know, any necessary Im- immunizations and, and, and you're going to need to have that with you, that file, uh, when you go to college. A lot of colleges do have a clinic there on campus, uh, and um, you need to make sure that you have everything in place. And shots are never any fun. I know that. I just recently went to India and had to go get some yucky shots. It wasn't any fun. Um, but uh, it's definitely necessary. Better to be safe than sorry for sure. Number nine, um, if you're taking your car, uh Which you know can may you may or may not be doing depending on the campus that you're going to. You know make sure that it's inspected before you leave. And you know really I know parents you know trust having a trusty mechanic is so important. Just saying look, give it a complete makeover. Let me know from head to toe what you know what's going on here. I, I want to make sure it's safe. You know I remember my kids packing them up. My son my first my firstborn who went to college. I remember going and buying jumper cables and a battery so that if he died on the side of the road, you know he could you know, jump off his car and fix right. it and a little, a little air compressor. So if he got a flat tire, you know, he could air it up, you know, this was pre cell phone days. And so, you know, it was, a, you know, a four and a half hour drive from home, you know, there may not be any communication. And so I wanted to make right. sure that um, he was safe. And so I, I, I overdid it and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that parent. You can totally do that. You know, the, the fix a flat tire thing, that was in there too. I mean, uh, you know, a gallon of water, I mean, I loaded up the back of his truck with everything, a blanket, you know, because it, it freezes in Texas, right? And we get snowstorms. <laughs> no, just because I'm just overcautious. And so don't, don't, don't feel bad if you do that because I totally did that. Um, number 10, you know, making sure that your bank account is information is all set up. Uh, you know, moving to a different state, uh, possibly a different city. Sometimes there's not your bank, uh, may, there may not be a branch there. I know with online banking now, it's a lot easier. Um, but, you know, sometimes they want to know, you know, if you're moving, because if you start doing transactions in another, uh, location than your own, then, you're and, you know, your, your count can be flagged. This happens to me all the time when I travel. I have to make sure that they know that I'm going to be in a certain place so that if I'm purchasing something, they don't, you know, they know that I, my card wasn't stolen. Uh, so, very, very important to take care of that ahead of time. Um, you know, a lot of students, uh, number 11, uh, will do this, so, Work a little bit of, they'll work a little bit over the summer maybe a part-time job to save some money so they can, they can have some spending cash uh, so if you do that you know don't you know save it up don't spend it you know pocket cash is great um, when you get to when you get to college number 12 um, get your first semester book list uh, and you can purchase books early just to save you a lot of money I, I have another seminar on lots of ways to save money when you buy books um, uh, but you know, you can purchase, uh, used books at bookfinder.com or Amazon. Um, you can even rent books nowadays. And so there's so, so many ways to save money. But if you wait till you get to college or you wait till you're closer to, uh, class uh, time and starting date, you know, you you may find that you can't find the books. So you might want to do that earlier. So you've got your book list ahead of time. Uh, just get a jump on that. Number 13, um this is so much easier now. This was not heard of when my kids went to college because Facebook wasn't around. Uh, and Internet was still pretty new. But you get to actually use social network to locate any other incoming freshmen. So it's really a good time to start networking now so that you kind of know a few people when you get there, when you start in the fall. I think most people realize that high school, once you leave high school, whether you're homeschooled or not, you know, those are great friends that you've created but, over the years, but you know, there's a really good chance that they probably won't go to college with you. They'll go their own separate way, and so it's like starting over again. So it's it's good to not go in just blindly not knowing anyone. So, you know, use, use social media. You know, of course, be cautious, of course, parents and students, you know that. Um, but uh, certainly a good way to maybe find some like-minded friends. And number 14, just let your family and friends know how important they are to you. And this is, of course, I'm talking to the students right now, but, you know, they're, they're going to be really having a hard time. And, you know, homesickness and, you know, um, anxiety of leaving, is, it's a real thing. And it, and it happens, and I know I did that. And so I really encourage you that this is a time to really, really let them know, um, hey, thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for all you've done. You know, and I know you're going to be there with me the whole time. You know, and so I want to tell you something that happened to me. I, my son, uh, being homeschooled all his life, uh, it was so difficult. I'm not going to lie. It was horribly sad for my son leaving. Not sad, sad for me because I cried. He was, he was excited. Uh, but it was really <laughs> that separation anxiety was so hard as a homeschooling mom. I mean, I was just like, Hey, Josh, you sure you don't want to homeschool college at home? You know, I, know,
0: I, did. I tried that too. <laughs> I didn't go over a
1: while. <laughs> I, I tried that, you know, even though know. he had a full ride anywhere he wanted to go to, I still tried it. Uh, you know, I, looking back on it now, I'm so thankful that he out, You know, outnumbered me and outruled me, and said, "No, I'm I'm going to go to college," because it was such a great time for him and and my daughter as well. And um, you know, I I just remember it just after we dropped him off at his dorm. Me and my daughter, who my my daughter and my son are best friends, and we were driving back, and my husband was driving, and you know. He got to hear us ball four hours on the way home, all the way home. It was terrible. I felt sorry for my husband because we just cried. Me and my daughter just cried and cried and cried. It was just, it was something. But but I want to tell you the best advice I was given. Uh, I had gone to a um, sort of a meet and greet kind of uh, uh, event for the school that my son was going to. And so one of his good friends from homeschooling um Was also going to the same college, and they were rooming together. And their his parents were there as well. We were all there, and I literally I couldn't contain myself. I I I just was crying the whole time. And one of the admissions counselor walked over to me and to my son, and she hugged us both. And she said, and she looked at my son. She said, Josh, this summer, I want you to hug your mom ten times a day, every single day.
0: And
1: you know. He did, and I don't know if it was exactly 10, but a lot every day, and that hugging that he gave me every single day lasted and, and got me through his first year of college because I held on to that of, yes, he loves me. He's not going to leave me forever. It's going to be okay, and so kids, teenagers out there, do that. You know, as you're embarking this new adventure, you know, and I know you've told your parents you love them and you appreciate them, but... Believe me, those hugs that you just go up and give them, randomly give them a hug, your mom, your dad, even your siblings um, the summer before, um, they're going to remember that, and, and it's, it's, it really will be greatly appreciated. So it, it helped to me, and I've been able to give that advice to others. And so, you know, I want to encourage you all to, to do that as well. You know, this um, this this new year, it's going gonna, gonna to be exciting. Um, I think one of the things that I do want to stress to, now, I'm going to go back to parents because um, this is really important uh, because they're leaving, you know, and it, it's tough, especially it's if it's your first one to leave. Um, right. it, it's very difficult, even though you might have 10 or 12 more other well, kids. It's, first, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. always hard. And, you know, you just went right. through this, van with right. Anne, with Anne. Um, so, but one of the things I do want to encourage parents, and it's more difficult now than when my kids went to college because when my kids went to college, cell phones were pretty new. Uh, My son didn't have one. He had a room, you know, a room dorm, a phone phone in his dorm, but that's all he had. And I was told by someone, don't call them. Do not call them. When you call them, it's going to really, it could upset them or upset you because they're trying to establish their own way. And, um... You know, give them a couple months. You know, and and just let them know. Say, hey, you know what? You know, we're here. Call us. You know, it's not like you. Let them know you don't you haven't forgotten them. But let them know we're gonna get, let you get established. But you can call us any time. But we wouldn't just you know let you you know start out on your own. And with, with cell phones nowadays, this is more difficult. And I think it's gonna call for a lot more restraint. Um, but what I would do since pretty much everybody has a cell phone nowadays. Um, I would say to my students, um, if, they, if they have a cell phone, is listen. I need to, you know. I don't want to uh, you know display my homesickness to you and you in my anxiety that you're gone. You know, just, so I really want to just reserve the phone call for let's just set times to talk. I don't. Want, I'm not going to be calling you all day long or telling you I love you, and I miss you, and all that. And I, I think it really helps them. Um, it's like when, when my daughter went to college and he'd been there for two years. My daughter went to the same college. And he did not allow her to hang around with him for the first two or three months, and it wasn't because he was rude. He wanted her to get her own friends. He knew that she could come with be with him and be with his friends, but she, he knew she had to get her own self established, you know. And once that happened, then of course they, they hung out all the time. Um, so I think it's really really important as parents that we don't bug our kids, that we do allow them to make their own way. Uh, it that itself. Um, we'll build this foundation for the rest of the time. And it doesn't mean that you won't be texting them or talking to them later on at all, because of course you will. And, and they know they can call you any time if they want to or they need to. So, uh, but don't bug them, honestly, because yeah. I wanted to call my son every day and he only had a, a, <laughs> a, a he only had a room in his dorm, you know, but yeah. I, I held that restraint, um, knowing that I, you know, that it was so important for him. So.
0: That's very and that's good. So important. And this was my fourth child, but my first child to go out of state, and so it was very difficult um, for me. And I just kind of gave her the, you know, I told her I said I would want to talk to you the same thing every day, and um, you let me know, you know, and you know she. I just my thing with her though is I did want a text or something back, and a lot of times. My kids are so – they're such good friends. I have to remind them I am the parent. I am not your sibling because they treat each other, uh, let's just put it this way, a little bit different than I want to be treated. <laughs> it's like they're fine mm-hmm. with all of that, but, like, don't text each other and not respond back. So I just want right. her to respond at some point at, you know, some time that day. You know, because I'm not going to have – and, and I, the other thing I wanted, um, and when we get into the roommate thing, because uh, I know we're going to talk about that, was I wanted her, because um, her roommate was uh, – she ended up uh, – at their college did not have dorms, so they had to um, live off campus, which was close, you know, not that far away from the school – But um, I wanted her to let her roommate know where she was and, you know, and vice versa, and they weren't really doing that. So that was one thing I said, you know, if she doesn't get back, um, you know, and and you should know to be able to call somebody because you're not going to know. So there are a couple of other things that, you know, we implemented just for my sanity but I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. you know, I thought many, many times. This is the stupidest thing. Why are we sending away these babies? You know, yes, she's eighteen, but why are we doing this? And even though she had a a year of college under her belt because she went to um, the state college here in town, um, I still was I was like that. So yeah, we're gonna do a we're gonna do a podcast on separation anxiety on both ends mm-hmm. between kids, you know, and parents, but. We are out of time, so we are going to um, uh, be back um, with our next podcast, and we want to thank you for listening, and visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information on college prep. Thanks so much, Jean. This was very, very informative, and uh, it's great, and we've got that uh, list that Jean gave you um, on podcast 43 at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast. Thanks so much, and We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Say Thanks. Well, thanks so much for listening to the College Prep Genius radio show. You can find more episodes at collegeprepgenius.com forward slash podcast or listen on iTunes on your favorite podcast app, on your phone, on your computer, or on the go. Remember, visit collegeprepgenius.com for more information, and we'll see you soon.